Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. But people are paying millions. For the sake of argument, David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. again, I don't, don't we have a jar where every time I mention Van Halen, I'm supposed to put a quarter I in I took or all the like square that? money out. <laughs> it's not swearing. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. You know we're 30 stations strong now? Three zero. Three zero. 30 stations. I have here at the house, here in the studio, and a lot of it in my office at my university, uh, a collectibles. I have a lot of signatures and things like that. What did you call it again? My collection, if you will. Oh, it's, that's okay. The, that's, All right. That's the way it's going to be described in the divorce proceedings. Now, the thing is, I have two real big ones. This is, I mean, a, a lot of little signatures and all of that, but I have two really big ones. One of them is I have an original 1930s pressing of Robert Johnson on Vocalion Records. I believe I'll dust my broom backed with Red Hots. Right. I also have an original poster. From the Alan Freed Moondog Coronation Ball, supposedly the first rock concert ever. Yeah. But here's the question. Mm -hmm. Are either of them real? I I think they're real. The people who sold them to me had a good story, what in the collectible industry is known as a provenance. They were able to tell me where they came from. And furthermore, they provided me with a certificate of authenticity. Oh, I love those. But still, mm-hmm. are they real? I don't know. I, I think they are. I, I hope would, they are. I would think one of them is real. At least you think I got a 50-50 yeah, shot? Yeah, I think the record's real. The other thing, I think, eh, they took you. I don't think so, because the provenance is too good. Mm. She was able to, unless she could write a good story. Okay, why? I mean, why am I sitting here bragging about the things I have? There is now a movement in music, and it's entirely possible you've not heard about it. These things are called NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And you say, okay, well, what is that? In the world of digital, I can create a song, and I can then save that song as a WAV file, and then once I put it in an email and I send it out to 5,000 people, now there's 5,000 copies of it. But there is still only one original. Right. That's the one I made. Yes. So, a how do I say this? A process? A, a, a way to do it? There is now a method called... NFT, non-fungible token, where that original WAV file, Mm -hmm. that original piece of art, that original what have you, as long as it's digital, Uh now has an attachment to it. So now we know it's 
the first. And because we know it's the first, right. it has all of a sudden become a collectible. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It's a forced collectible right. in the same way. I, I have a record signed by all four members of Van Halen. Is it is it true? Is it real? I think it is. I bought it from a reputable dealer. I have a certificate. However, if it was digital and I had the NFT, the non-fungible token... I would be able to prove not only to you, but to any other human being that this is the first one of it. To which you say, who cares? Yeah, it sounds like Bitcoin to me. It sounds like something somebody made up and, you know, why am I going to place value on that? It doesn't sound like Bitcoin. It works exactly like Bitcoin. But, and that's what we're going to try and explain today. I had some really wonderful people who know about cryptocurrency and know about these NFTs. So I'm going to attempt to explain them to you today and explain why they have value at all. Basically, it's this idea of the Beanie Babies. The reason Beanie Babies had value was yeah. because they could have produced 17 gajillion, right, but they right. didn't. They did a limited run, and that limited run, because there's only so many, gained it in value, and that's what a- these NFTs are relying on. So, for the show today, mm-hmm. what is it? How do you get it? Does anyone care? Yes. Do I want some of it? Is anybody making any money off of it? Oh, yeah. Really? And we're going to try to explain it to you. Remember, all of my schooling was in the arts. So once I get into this, I'm dealing Mm. with other people. So what are we going to play? I have a lot of artists that more than likely I had not heard of a lot of them. Maybe you have, but they've never been played on the show before. Kings of Leon have released an album and they have made only so many of the album, the artwork and things like that, available with non-fungible tokens. As far as I can find, they're the first rock band to do it. To which you say, well, can you play any of the music? Do you own it? Well, that's the thing. There's an NFT attached to it, but other people can still stream it. How confusing is that? It's very. Here's Kings of Leon, the bandit. Welcome back, talk NFTs here on Rock School. the non-fungible token, we have to do something I call the hardware break. And I usually do it in the second position, which is this. You just simply have to take some time and talk science, talk the hardware of this, how it's done. These things, these NFTs, these non-fungible tokens have been around since 2014 when a GIF was sold for $4. However, it really came to light, at least in the mainstream media, in 2017 when a gift called Crypto Kitty was sold. It's a cat that kind of looks like a Pop-Tart. Yeah. And it's moving across a screen. I remember that. It's got a rainbow coming out of the back of it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. To which you say, okay, first of all, explain the word 
fungible mm-hmm. to me. Do it. Fungible means that a copy can be made. I have, like right up there, I have a ring. I know you can't see it on the radio or the podcast, but there's a ring up there, and it is an equal to the Keith Richards skull uh ring that he yes. that he has. Oh, it's it, gorgeous. It's just a copy of it. I bought it for 8 bucks, maybe $12. You see, I can make a thousand of those. Right? It's fungible. Okay. If something is non-fungible, right? It can't be copied. Now, I know what you're going to say. Joe, you just said you create a wave and you make it non-fungible, mm-hmm. but then there's a million copies of it. Yeah, you're right. Think of it as the Mona Lisa. And if you look these things up at all, this Mona Lisa metaphor is out there a million times. How many pictures of the Mona Lisa are there? Millions. But there's only one original. And we stood in front of it at the Louvre. We think. In, in, we think in Paris. So there are copies, yes, like that ring is a copy, but only the one that's on his, Keith Richards, finger is the original. Right. So how do you prove that? Like I said, I have this Robert Johnson record. Mm -hmm. How do I prove it is what it is? Could somebody fake it? Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, yeah. Easily. I I probably have a 100 rock star signatures and probably 35, 40, quote, stage-used Picks. Mm-hmm. Are they all real? Oh, I highly doubt it. The only signatures I know for a fact are real are the ones I got because I saw the person do it. My Ozzy Osbourne, you know, when I say I met Ozzy Osbourne, I'm really overselling it. <laughs> it was, hey, hey, how you doing? Signs, signs, hey, nice to see you. Thank you. Bye. Right. I have a signature of all the members of Kansas. Uh-huh. Boop, 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 boop. And it was, and it was over that way. The rest of them, I don't know. All right. How do you do it? You mentioned Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not Bitcoin. You know that there are other currencies other than Bitcoin, right? You and I own 37,000 shares of Dogecoin. And it was given to us when Dogecoin was worth nothing, like 10 bucks. Now it's up to a nickel each. Sell it. Sell it. It's about two grand. Sell it. I, I told the fella that gave them to me as a joke to begin with. Uh, that because he owed me 50 bucks for something. He said, here's 37,000 Dogecoins, and I laughed it off. If we are able to sell it for a higher amount of money, I told him I'd split it with him. But you don't use Dogecoin. You don't use Bitcoin. You use yet another cryptocurrency called Ethereum. Right now, an Ethereum coin is worth $1,680 and some pennies. Woo! Okay? But that's not what you do for the NFT. You contact Ethereum and say, I have this digital thing. Right. For the sake of argument, I draw seven lines on a piece of paper, I mm-hmm. take a picture of it, and I I then go to Ethereum. To turn this into a NFT, you have to do what's known as minting it. So Ethereum will accept it, they will then attach something to it. I don't know exactly what. It'll cost you anywhere from 80 bucks to about $150, depending on what it is. But now it is, quote, minted. So that from this point on, right. when people buy it, there is what's known as a blockchain. It is a provenance. It is the history of this thing. Okay. So if I sell it, 
and somebody buys it, there's a block in the chain of that. Then that person sells it, and there's now two blocks. And the next person sells it, there's now three blocks. Do you see what I'm getting at? Oh, I do. It's when you look at that, that specific GIF, that specific picture, there's only one, and it has a digital trail provenance with it. And here's the wonderful thing. You, if you look these things up, people are making millions of dollars selling these things. It may just be, you know, you guys are idiots, and it may be you are the smartest human beings Maybe. that ever walked the earth. But... If somebody says, no, I have the original, it's very easy. You contact Ethereum, and they're able to tell you where the original exists. Well, let me ask you this. Shoot. When somebody buys one, yes. can they share with someone else? They certainly can, but they're only sharing a copy. Think of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I mean, I can take a picture of it, but it ain't the Mona Lisa. The picture's worth a buck. The Mona Lisa, bajillions. A friend of mine who is a bassist laughed at all of this stuff, saying, ah, it's dumb, it's going to go away. However, one of his favorite artists, Pliny, has sold millions, and I mean millions, Ooh. in artwork with NFTs. Wow. Here is Pliny. This is Electric Sunrise on Rock School. Okay, off air, my wife had a brilliant question as we come into the first break. She looked me dead in the face and says, who buys this crap? Who is buying it? I, that, that's not all I said. My salary from, from uh, Mickey D's yeah. does not allow me to uh, purchase these it, things. It depends on what you're buying. There are things that are sold for less than $100. Just because this is popular doesn't mean people aren't going to have fun with it. If you look it up online, it's really easy to find. A guy recorded his and his friend's passing of gas. He recorded farts. No, he didn't. And then what he did was sold them, and the bidding is up to about $100. Now, come on. That's a joke. It's funny. I get it. He's pointing out the idiocy of this. Right. 
But people are paying millions. For the sake of argument, David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. again, I don't, don't we have a jar where every time I mention Van Halen, I'm supposed to put a quarter I in or something I took all the like swear that? money out. <laughs> it's not swearing. I had to do the laundry. He goes ahead and, and, and draws a picture, which he does. Follow him on Instagram. He's an artist. Uh, let's say he has one, and I have some original David Lee Roth art, and I know it's his because he sent it to me, to which you say, you're a liar. No, I'm not. For a short while, I kept the David Lee Roth website. Again, you think, I'm a liar. Did I He's not? He's just old. <laughs> You're, You're just old. Here's the thing. Let's say there's a piece of David Lee Roth art, and I buy the original NFT. So what I'm going to do is get myself some kind of a frame in the same way I would a piece of art, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it up. To which you say, who cares? Great question. Gr- meaning, I'm serious. Yeah. Great question. In our house, we have no copies of art. We have only original art. How are you able to afford that? Well, we only bought street art, $10, $20, and we frame it. To which you say, so what? Hey, good question. It only makes us happy. That's right. It makes us happy. So if I spend the money and I buy an NFT piece of art, meaning I can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt through the provenance that that's the, oh, that's the first one. That's it right there. There's maybe nine million copies, but that's it. That's the first one. I, I wish I had a good answer for you. It, it's collectibles. But it's digital, correct? That's right. All right, right. so what happens when the power goes out? (laughs) I still have it. It's on a server somewhere. I understand, but it's it's not not on your wall at that point in time, right? That's true. That's true. There there are upsides and there are downsides of it, but I still own the first one, and unlike my Cleveland Moondog poster, I can prove it because Ethereum minted it and they can provenance it back to this one. Another human being steps up and goes, this is the original, Joe is lying. Ethereum can go back and show that it's mine. To what end? Nothing. Sounds like my Wizard of Oz plates that it, hang on the wall. That's right. My my mother collected those Bradford yes, plates. Yes, she did. And she Good said, ones, too. She said to me a jillion times, Joseph, this, I'm Joseph to my mom, Joseph, this plate is worth a hundred and something dollars. I said, great, sell it. And she said, oh, I won't sell it. And I said, the mom, it's worth nothing. She, no, she said, it's my retirement. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> it isn't anymore. Who's listening to We're eating to on them, Mom. We're eating on them. <laughs> you, you can't eat on them. That's the funny thing. Shut up. Those Say Bradford we're eating plates, on them. they're made with lead paint. Oh, you can't eat on them. I'm You'll getting die. Sick. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's listening to K-R-F-Y, us? K-R-F-Y, Sandpoint, Idaho. Excellent. Back in a minute to continue talking about something I really don't know about here on Rock School. out of the break if you are indeed rolling your eyes so hard you can see your own back pockets uh, 
Guess who else is into this? Who? The NBA. What? Come on now. The National Basketball Association has started a series of, quote, cards, digital cards. They've set up a partnership with something called Dapper Labs and launched an NFT marketplace called NBA Top Shot. I, I did it. I just simply went to the Google and I put in NBA Top Shot. You go right to it. So what you have is, let's say for the sake of argument, you know, I'm, I'm from Cleveland, so I want a LeBron James picture. And I know what you're going to say. LeBron James is in Los Angeles. He left. Shh, he left you in Cleveland. Shut up. He brought us a, he brought us championship. a championship. He will be our hero forever. But the footage, speaking of LeBron James, of him dunking sold for 208000 dollars This is a piece of digital film nobody else has it nobody well are there copies you bet but nobody else has the was original it, was it in a game yeah they're 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 creating videos they're creating what are equivalent to baseball cards uh-huh now here's the problem people you know they they, they collect baseball cards to me I consider that kind of dumb because it used to be you have to you had to buy the 25 cent pack that came with a piece of horrible bubble gum. I love that gum. Now anymore you can simply subscribe to Tops and they will send you yeah. the entire 2021 season. Right. Or the entire 2020 what season. What fun is that? Yeah, you're not collecting. You there never open it or it. anything. You're just waiting for a payoff. That's exactly what you're doing. It's the the people who are into those figurines. I, I know people you that mean are the like Hummels? that. Not the Hummels, but like the, 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 the action figures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have oh, a I hear super you. duper good friend named Chris. I mean, he's really a good dude. But he's into all of this stuff. And when he buys these things, he always buys two of them. Right. One that he can open, I and guess, play with. play with. Yeah. The rest, the other one, must remain in its packaging because... Sooner or later, you it's know, his retirement. That's what he thinks. The on the Mandalorian, there was whatever her name was. She's a former MME wrestler. Yeah. She posted some Nazi something or other on Twitter, and she was fired from the show because of it. Her, which he has, uh-huh. her action figure went boom through the roof. But see, it's a tangible thing. You're buying a digital piece of art lebron james dunking it's a digital piece of art to which you say is anybody really buying these this thing from the nba top shot made 250 million in sales in the past month to which you say now come on no one's really going to spend that kind of money ah but yet my friend lincoln parks mike shinoda sold a piece of digital art for $30,000. Wow. I mean, he, what he did is he, he, he didn't even paint it. He did it on a digital system, like he did it through uh, Photoshop or right. uh, something, or GIMP. Uh-huh. By the way, GIMP is a free Photoshop. Oh. And I don't, don't get mad at me for the word GIMP. It, that's really what it's called, G-I-M-P. Go look it up. It's a free Photoshop downloaded. It's wicked cool. Uh, he made it in one of these. And then somebody paid $30,000 for it. Why? Because somebody believed it was worth that. Goodness. I, th- we bought our house for a certain amount of money. Why? Because we believed it was worth it. Right. See what I'm getting at? Um, but I have a house. 
Yeah, that's the fight. That's the fight. Do you really have something? Yes, if you believe it. Here's Lincoln Park on Rock Score. Joe Burns, you are. Tammy Burns. You stated off air that Again. everything digital becomes sellable. Think, just for the sake of argument, you're going to the Olympics. Why not have someone take pictures of you? Because you can't just take the television footage. That would be owned by NBC because copyright is implied. So you bring somebody along that shoots on your phone, you make it, what is it, the Summer Olympics coming up? Yeah. Making the greatest high jump, winning the 100-yard dash. Right. And then you put that up on Ethereum or whatever else selling platform. Right, because those folks, right. they don't make a ton of money. You said also college athletes oh, that yeah. wish to be paid. Why not, as a university, say to them, okay, you can have somebody, don't let the school do it because we own it. Why don't you have somebody take video of you That's and it. then make NFTs of all of that stuff? And it looks like it. you're going to be the Heisman Trophy winner. Have yeah. somebody taping your every move it to sell. It absolutely certainly does. All right, let's do seven days and 70 seconds, April 12th through April 18th. That's the heavy, heavy dates. Go, Tammy. April 12th, 1989, Garth Brook releases his first album. Brilliant title. April 13th, 1980, the musical Grease closes on Broadway. We saw it. Yeah, we did. We saw it. 3,883 performances. April 14th, 1975, the Rolling Stone announced that Ron Wood will replace Mick Taylor. Done at a party. Mick Taylor at a party. Mick Taylor walked up to Mick Jagger and says, I got to quit. I don't want to die of heroin overdose. Seriously. And Mick Jagger was talking with Ron Wood. And he just literally turned to Ron Wood and said, You want to be part of the Rolling Stones? And Ron went, Yeah. Yeah. That's read it up. I'm seriously. Uh, April 15th, tax day, 1972, Billy Joel plays a radio station concert, WMMR. Philadelphia catches the interest of record executives, and he signed a month later. April 16th, 1964, the Beatles record Hard Day's Night. That blows me away. The bands used to record in one day. Yeah, they did. Set up the mics. One, two, three, go, fellas. April uh, 17th, 1960, in Wiltshire, England, a car crash. Gene Vincent is seriously injured, and Eddie Cochran passes away. And then April 18th, 1987, Headbangers Ball on MTV. Okay, Mm -hmm. what about music? Yep. Joe, you mentioned at the beginning this idea of you create a wave. Well, look, I own the wave. It's mine. I made it. Right. If you're like Don McLean or Prince, obviously I know Prince has passed away, but he has a a trust. 
if you're the person who owns the music, you can simply NFT the music. Michael Jackson. And do it. Uh, Michael Jackson's trust. Right. However, if you're a band, much like Kings of Leon, because Mm -hmm. they only did the artwork, if you are a band that indeed does not own your your item, your piece of music, you own it in congruence with a music company, right. you're going to run into trouble. And this is where NFTs start to break down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who gets what percentage? Who gets what have you? So let's say I record a song for Columbia Records. Mm-hmm. Columbia Records claims they own 50%. So when that NFT gets sold, they get half the money. See what I'm getting at? I do. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now here's the darn thing. Okay. You may have heard, if you know anything about cryptocurrency, that the fellow who, and it's a, it's a Japanese guy, the, the fellow who started Bitcoin receives or will always own something like 0.01% of all Bitcoin. He's a gajillionaire. If you set up an Ethereum minting, you can say, that the original owner receives X percentage of every sale. Oh. So let's say you Ooh. get 10% of every sale. Yeah. If this thing you created, say a piece of music, yes. gets sold 15 times, right? you get 10% of each one of those 15 sales. So you don't do blah and you gain money. But who does that money go to? The musician? The, the the people that own it? So I think what you're going to start seeing, just Joe's opinion, what you're going to start seeing is there is the music that's being recorded mm-hmm. by the record companies. Right. Then there's going to be the indie, quote, the stuff that's done in a a studio of their own, like this, yeah. where they create a song and then turn it into an NFT and ask for five, three, seven, what have you, percent of every sale down the line. I think that's what you're going to start seeing. Wow. How about that? Okay, a guy named Jacques Green. He's an underground electronic music producer. He owns his music. He sold the rights and the NFT to his track, Promise, for $20,000. However, even though somebody else owns it, I can still play it. Yeah, I know. Gosh, it's confusing. Here you go, Jacques Green on Rock School.
coming into the second break, uh, you made the statement that this doesn't sound like it's going to be music per se, right. unless the person owns the music. It's going to be the art mm-hmm. of the music. But then, okay, let's say the Rolling Stones hire in the same way they did for the lips and tongue logo that you know. Yeah. They hire a a person who is a graduate student at the Royal Arts, uh, the the London Royal Arts College, to create something. Right. The lips and tongue. You see, they handed that person. About a hundred bucks, seventy-five pounds, hundred bucks, and now the Rolling Stones own that lips and tongue. To which you say, "Well, that's unfair. Shouldn't he get more?" No, he shouldn't. He was paid for it. The lips—I don't know why I'm stuck on lips. The lips at the beginning of the Rocky Horror Picture Show was yeah. from this model, somebody or other. It wasn't magenta, as people think. It was this model, right? And the idea was that they gave her like two hundred and something dollars for an hour of her time, and now they own the lips. Yeah. So from this point on, a person who's in a uh, the world of art may say, if you're going to create this art, you're going to take it, you've got to mint it through Ethereum, and I get 3% of every sale from that point on. It may be a way for artists uh, to make a little bit more money. It's not just art. It's using your, your skill and whatever, you know, your ability to play ball or, you know, what your ability to do anything. If you think there's a chance you're going to make any money, you're going to want to do this on your own. And I'll tell you, you know, look, I'm not a professional musician. I play for fun. I play around town. I play behind a few people. Uh, I don't in any way rely on it for my uh, my amount of money that I make to pay my bills each month. But just I can tell you just through me. I can't tell you how many times I've been asked, hey, we want you to play our party. Okay, we want you to play our fundraiser. Okay, however, we're not going to pay you. Uh-huh. Oh, no, <laughs> a lot of people are going to see it, and you're going to get paid in experience, or you're going to get paid in exposure. What is that? Is there a dollar named exposure? Can I take it to the the hot dog stand and buy a hot dog with it? Can I pay my electricity bill with it? They believe that a glass of wine and a cold meal coming off of whatever hot bar they have That's right. is enough, you know, enough pay for you. Yeah, when you and I used to do disc jockey stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of people said, there's going to be some really important people there. Right. So why don't you go ahead and just do it for free? And we always said no, because we didn't need it. We had jobs outside of it. You're not going to pay me in that. So if you're an artist, here's what you got. Now, all of a sudden, you create something. You could say to whomever asked you to create the art, you'd say to them, look, I'll create the art, but I own it. And I'm going to create an NFT, a non-fungible token over it, and I'm going to sell it. Mm Oh, no, I want it now. Good, then pay me for it. Right. Then pay me for it. Oh, I don't want to pay you for it. Well, then that's the deal. That may do it. Ooh. Who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? KPVL, Decorah, Iowa. You know what we could do? And I mean this wholeheartedly. Tell me, tell me. We could NFT every one of these shows. And people could then own the original wave file of every Rock School Radio Show. 
Oh, the value. Here's the only problem. I don't think anybody wants oh, it. Oh, the value, folks. <laughs> hey, oh, look, the- look, I own the, the wave file of this week's NFT show on Rock School. And everybody who looks at it went, what's the, what's the show? Hey, the, the lines, the phone is lighting up right now. Uh, People no, are calling in. There's no phone in here. There's 10 lines. That's that. We'll be back in a minute here on Rock School. As we talk about that NFT thing, yeah, we said that Linkin Park's guy, Mike, sold something for $30,000. We also talked about somebody else selling something for a jillion dollars. But look, it's really a disparity. There is a group of people who already have fame that have sold these things. For example, there is a, quote, global party brand called Space Yacht that announced the iconography of their collection volume number two had sold 579 units, which means they ended it at 579. I don't know why, but you can only sell 579. It made them $482,000. Kings of Leon claim they have generated $2 million from the sale of their new album, When You See Yourself, as an NFT, including the artwork and pictures of the band and all of that, $2 million. Wow. Is everybody doing this? If I sat down and I just sort of scribbled something out and I went, this is by the creator and host of Rock School. I'm not going to make $2 million. Come on. Are they going to run away from Spotify to I don't, do this? I don't know. It, it could very well be that happens. I, I heard today that President Trump is starting a new Twitter, a new kind of Twitter. Well, he has to. Is it going to work? It will know. for him. What was the what was the <laughs> conservative thing? Parlor? Uh-huh. Digital allows you to try anything. Yep, yep. But it's a question of does anybody want it? It still comes down to... It's it's sliced bread. Did anyone want sliced bread? Yes. But I'm going to make bread that isn't sliced. Okay, nobody wants it. And these NFTs may be for a while the things that m- people with money want, but nah. Halsey decided to sell her album Maniac in 2019 and all the illustrations in a 2020 book. And she's made close to a million dollars off it. Ooh, ooh. Here's Halsey on Rock School. Was broke. I filled your cup until it overflowed. Took it so far to keep you close. I was afraid to leave you on your own. I said I'd catch you if you fall. And if they laugh, then come on. And then I got you off your knees, put you right back on your feet, just so you could take advantage of me. Coming into the last break, you asked again off air, will this only be available and useful for people who are already famous? Probably. 
I, I don't doubt that we're going to throw a hero up the pop chart. Really? Yeah, this idea of Justin Bieber. He was just a kid with a guitar, and he started posting his stuff on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, as is said in Paul Simon's song, Boy in the Bubble, yep. every generation throws a hero up the pop chart. Okay. So we're going to probably find some artist who's living you know, in squalor, but kaboom, comes to life. Why? I don't know. Because we like that story, happen. right? We like that story, and it could be that you start, you're going to start to see copyright problems. Let's say an artist takes a box of Captain Crunch and he puts, I mentioned Trump, he puts Trump's picture on top of, you know, the 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 Captain and Captain Crunch, who's really an admiral, by the way, and he paints a mustache on it and a couple other things, and hey, it's art, yeah. Remember not too long ago there was art where the guy just simply took duct tape and put it on the wall with a banana? Yeah, yeah. That, that's not art. That's nope. him making fun of art. Right. Yeah. So let me tell you some other ones that are really successful. I talked about Linkin Park. A guy named Grimes auctioned off, this is insane, $6 million worth of digital artwork via now, I mentioned Ethereum. There's other places that will mint this for you. One of them is called Nifty Gateway. Mm -hmm. He is a Canadian. He does EDM. He's got five albums, but he made $6 million worth of digital artwork, and people bought it. I know. Okay? Mm -hmm. In the first week of, um, pardon me, February, Justin Blau, he's a musician and composer. If you want to look him up, you have to spell it the, the number three, L-A-U, Blau. He sold an NFT collection for $11.6 million at an online auction. Really? Really? It says here he's using the money to set up NFT auctions for other artists on his roster, which I'll make you a bet. He's going to take a percentage of, I told you about Space Yacht. There's also a guy named Steve Okoy sold an NFT art collection for $4.2 million, including an 800, this sounds made up, $888,888 sale to John Legree, the former boss of T-Mobile ah. in the U.S., it's it's uh, parts of your body measuring. I love my collectibles, but I love my collectibles because my collectibles are the people that I love. So just collecting to collect, I've said this before in the show, I'm going to buy a, a real famous guitar and then I'm going to put it on the wall. That's awful. A guitar should be played. Aww. It's just you've turned it into a thing, and that's not right. So You know what? What? I think if you have the money and you want that thing hanging on your wall, I hang know. it on your wall. I get it. In a, in a society based on capitalism, do as you please. It's your money. That's right. Take and it that's out in the street. This is. Take it out in the street and burn it right. if you want. But not, I, your, I, not your choice, man. How long will this go on? Are you and I ever going to buy an NFT? Not thinking about it. I think I will just to say I own an NFT, but it's going to have to be a hundred or so dollars because that's all I got. Oh, get the guys farting. That'll be great. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to maybe, have that maybe, one. Maybe, maybe. But I then see, then I have to buy a digital frame to show no, it. Oh, please. It's got to have speakers to hear this the This is farts. getting costly. I know. Done, done, done. I hope at least we told you about this when it happens on the news. You go, oh, that's right. I know what they're talking about. I'm Joe Burns. You I are? I am Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed. Think we both know.
to lose. 